1: Another episode of Hashtag Saints for the podcast. Uh, we, Ryan and I were trying to figure out when we we're going to do this episode. And I said, let's, let's just do it tonight, man. This is the free agent bonanza, whatever you fucking want to call it, extravaganza episode. A week from today, free agency will begin, free agency would have kicked off. And even between now and next Tuesday, there's going to be a a slew more of players cut, maybe some little trades here and there. We may see some big trades. Like, things going to go down within the next week. Um, Shit even happened today. There's Saints news. Bro, if you're a fan of the NFL, I don't even care who your team is. If you're just a fan of the NFL, buckle the fuck up because it's going to be – wild over the next week.
2: Man,
1: listen, I mean, they've been
2: releasing players like crazy. I mean salary camp a little tight there, you know, I mean, so we're gonna see, bro. Like it's gonna be interesting how it plays out, man. You know, usually we're afraid to see there's like those huge, big blockbuster signings like the first can't even say the first day because with the whole legal tampering period like it should be happening even before free agency starts so usually this shit is out of the way and then it just gets real quiet right <laughs> yeah real quiet for like a week and then you know like the second tier players start
3: to
2: to see how teams approach just how uh things played out you know i just want I'm interested to see how you know, teams approach free agency with you know with salary cap and everything else going on.
1: It's it's gonna be interesting, man. And like as of as of recording this on a Tuesday night, the league still hasn't said what the salary cap's gonna be. Like I think maybe they've maybe told the teams like to give them an idea because you would I would think as a team in a depressed salary cap year that it may be difficult to decide if you're going to franchise the player if you don't know the cap implications. So I think the teams know around ballpark range of what what you know they're working with, but still, like it hasn't been officially announced. Um, and it's just it's wild. So there's been there's been the like I, we we got to go back and we got to we got to touch on top, Thomas Morstead. Uh, Long-time punter with the Saints. Came in in 2000, 2009. Um, that, that's a long career with, yeah, man. with one team. Of course, he's known for ambush and the Super Bowl, um, but also just the lasting impact he's had, not just with the Saints as a football player, but just as a, as a man and as a person um, and someone who hundred percent embraced the city of New Orleans, and just you know, he's one of the you know him and Drew like that was it, bro. Like that was it. Last yeah. two a uh, Super Bowl team, and you know the, the Saints parted ways with him and and released him and, it, it and uh, made, Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins too. Ah, yeah, I I can't I, I, I kind of It's out. weird. It's
2: weird because he kind of left, and
1: came back. Yes, <laughs> yes, but yeah, Malcolm too. Um, and you you hinted at this happening even. Before the season, during like right. preseason, I believe you said like you know Thomas Marstead being potential a surprise cut, and anyone who pays attention, like again, teams will teams always tell you what they think. When they yeah. kept that punter from Penn State, Blake Gillum, and they did the little Saints thing, the little sneaky, we're gonna store you away oh. on
2: IR. Oh, like oh you hit, you hit your toe, huh? Oh okay, <laughs> well we're just gonna put you over here. Hey, you just relax yourself over here on reserve, baby.
1: <laughs> you know, and like that—that—that should have—that should have been. And you know, I think we all saw like Morstead did not have a, a great season no. by his standards. So we saw the writing on the wall, but still, you know, a drawing move. And you know, Saints fans, sure. you know, it, it was—it was one that was expected, but still you, it's, it's hard to, it's hard and and sad, but obviously he left a, a, you know, he did a press, like a little presser after his release taking questions from the media just kind of just shows um, his connection with the city and the team.
2: Oh man, It's, it's no question. I tweeted like,
1: you know, some Saints
2: players, they come to new Orleans and, you know, they come here and they play and they leave, which is fine. You know, and you know, you know, as, you know, someone not from New Orleans that's visited a lot and you love New Orleans because you get it. Like we've talked about a lot. New Orleans is just like a different city where either you get it or you don't. Or like, you I've don't talked to people, bro. It's like some people have come. I know people that who I'm friends with and they're like, I yeah, had New Orleans, man. I'm just not feeling it. And I get it. I, I don't even get mad at them unless they talk bad. Like don't talk bad about my city. That's right. Not how I got to but if they just tell me like ah oh, it's just not really my thing, I'm like, I get it, man. It's not for everybody. I it's not, it. bro. <laughs> but when you when you get it, like you just get like an extra, you get an extra check mark for me because it's like, okay, like okay, you just because I can't even explain what it is, but it's just like a certain vibe that you gotta fall into. It's not, it's not a pretentious city, it's not a nope. flashy city, it's yeah. not about money, how much nope. money you got. It's not about none of that, it's just about a vibe. So, so Bob is it's vibe, it's about it's
1: about it's about, so about who you are as a person. And who you are as and, a person. And are you, are you real or are you fake?
2: Are you real or you fake, man? Like you keep it 100, you you good. Yes. So like you know, Thomas Marstead, you know, uh uh just so many players that come through, you know, my dude, um uh Steve Gleason, like Steve Gleason yep. came through guy. That's why people loved him so much, even before the ALS and all that stuff, when he was just a special teams ace people love Steve Gleason, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, because he just was one of them dudes, like, you go to Jazz Fest, you'll see Steve Gleason out there, you know what I'm saying? You, he was just one of them parts of the, when you see he's parts of the city. Drew Brees, he got it, like, he came, got it, moved uptown, was, you know, integrated into the city. Alvin Camaro, like, he li- He moved, like, blocks away from the dome, living in the, you know, in in the French quarters, and going to eat at, you know, uh, uh, hot wings and watermelon yeah. on, you know, uptown and shit like that. You know, just like some people get it and they're cool with it. They're not trying to wild out and move out to Covington and all that shit. They just get the city. And Thomas Morstan was one of those guys. He was a great punter. Like, dude was a beast. They caught him the leg for a reason. Like, he was a beast of a punter for years. We just had, so- like, he was the only shining thing on the special teams because our special teams were so shit for so long. I mean, it was kind of, he's kind of like a Drew Brees, a special team, bro. Was, like we just, bro. We just wasted him for so many years, man. Like, like man, we could have got some more better returners in their form and some better units. You know, Maybe we could have been more of a... Because we went like a stretch without like
1: a punt or kick return for like five years or some shit. It was terrible. Yeah, like it, after Courtney Roby left, like it was crickets, bro. Crickets, like, you know, uh, um, Sproles had like his little pop that
2: little first year he came, but that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty. We had fucking Jerry's Bird back there. Just, of- just pra- catch it, baby. Just-,
1: <laughs> just catch it, baby. Take a knee. <laughs> Take that knee. Speaking, speaking of Jerry's Bird, we. So I shouldn't be shocked that this happened, but it's a little surprising because that's just typically not how the same draw. But today they placed the franchise tag on Marcus Williams. Um kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but from a standpoint, like we talked about on a lot on the last episode, bro. Like if a free if a if a player who's a free agent become it hits the market and he starts getting those whispers from other teams that have a plethora of cap space and offering you come to Jacksonville, potentially you can get 14 mil a year to be the top safety. I just think that they had they had Marcus and they had Trey. It would have been they, they couldn't lose both. They could. They couldn't lose both. And if they both got the free agency, there was a real possibility that they could have lost both. And Absolutely. so the safety, the the tag for safety is ten million dollars, which in terms of cap space, and I, I get it. They didn't want. They don't want to allocate that much money to one player, and that, that still may change. They can reach a long term deal with Marcus, and that cap, and the tag goes away, and it's yeah. kind of just a placeholder to make sure that he doesn't go anywhere. I get that, but even if they don't, ten million dollars for a safety of his elk, and Mark, regardless of what he is, what. People may think of him as a player, and we've had our fair share of complaints and criticisms on him as a player, but he's easily a top five free safety, and just in terms of what he brings on the field and being that center fielder in his range. Like, don't ask him to come down. Don't ask him to come in the box.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, but don't ask
2: him. Like, even this year, like, he was better. good tackler. Like, when he would come down and make tackles, he was yeah. pretty
3: good.
1: He was better. Day
2: and but, you know it's not it's not like you know no that's it's not, not his strength,
1: strength. Yeah. you know so you have a player that is either good or I don't know if I can say Marcus is ascending but he's a good player at his position and what the position he plays in the defense is a very crucial position that obviously will never get enough credit for what it does I just I I, I, under, I understood the move I really did and of yeah. course fucking soon as it's announced Every team on fan of another team on Twitter like, oh my god, this is for a tag and trade, right? Like there's no way they can they can <laughs> finagle this under the, the cap like that, how how do they keep getting away with like, this? Like doing this they're printing money, like what is going on here? It's been the same story since 2013, bro. Like we bro, are going man. on eight years,
2: almost a decade. Story. Y'all see the same shit, like, don't y'all understand? You know? And But I was glad to see it because I was thinking about it and it makes complete sense because I was shocked they franchise tagged them because I just didn't think they would be able to, you know, allocate that amount of money. But I was thinking about it. He doesn't, he's not going to sign that right now. So it's not like he's going to sign that franchise tag tomorrow. So I don't know, you know, the mechanics of, How it's allocated on the cap when he hasn't even signed it yet? Because Mm -hmm. most players don't sign those franchise tags until later because they still want to work out a long-term deal. Yes. So all they had to do was submit the paperwork and shit. Like say, bro, just take your time. We're gonna work something out. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we like don't sign it or nothing. Like just let us work out. We're gonna work out. Continue to work on a long-term deal. But at least right now, we have his rights. You know with the Saints, and we got the space to work either a long-term deal or maybe it goes in late into the summer where you could work out like a just a one, you know, after July, you could work out like a, one, a one-year a one deal that's like $10 million, then add like a Gauthier on it so you can get rid of some of the, spread out some of the money or whatever. There'll be options for you to do without losing a player. So I thought it was just a good way to just, a smart way to just buy some time and not worry about losing a player the next week. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You still got time to figure it out.
1: Yes. And just
2: see how everything, you know, create how all that plays out. You know, sign what you got to sign. If you got to resign sign or whatever. You'll be able to figure that shit out. Still got a lot of restructuring to do. Still got some extensions probably uh-huh. coming with Ramchek or Latt- Lattimore or both. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, it was good. It was a good move. I was glad to see that. And, and, you know, it lined up with what we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, months, or whatever. Like, you know, Marcus Williams has shown that he's the one you don't want to lose. You know yes. what I'm saying? He's the one. Yes. Like, he came in rookie year, was like one of the best free safety Saints has had since I can remember You know what I'm saying? Yes. Eric B. Enemy or some shit. Like, he's going back a long Not Eric B. Enemy. Fuck, I forgot his name. Anyway, during the Hazlitt era. Anyway, One of the best free safeties we've had a long time and you know, yes, he's had bumps around the road. Yes. Minnesota fans are going to post gifts of the Minnesota miracle all over the place, you know, but coaches, no, like coaches and the GMs around the league. If he was going to be free, they know this is a good ass free safety. We need to pay this man to get him in the building. So if they want to sign him, the Saints need to know what they got. They
1: do. They do. Um, and it it takes like it you're, with your defense, you're not you're not you're not losing a player and having another hole in your defense. Because then if you lose Marcus, and then it's like, well shit, now well, then, now now what are we gonna do? Type of thing, right? Like yeah, PJ Williams, man. <laughs> He's a free agent, bro. Like, <laughs>
2: right? Got to pay, P- got to pay PJ.
1: <laughs> um, it's so. At the Saints fan, it's it, it it was good to see that, um, and it was just it's also interesting, you know we we you know as fans sometimes we're like oh man the Saints ain't making any moves but like they they've been working bro like, they oh, yeah. they they working working like oh working. Diana Rossini you know basically tweeted today that you know Sean and Mickey Loomis working on restructures like we were we restructured on top of restructures. At some point, I still think something's going. Something has to happen with Kawin Alexander. Either he's going to get cut, um, or maybe they like him so much as a player that they're like, "All right, we really love you as a guy. We love what you did on the field with with Demario." But like that, that that money got to. Like, we got to do something about that money, you know? And, and yeah, what?
2: man. Because I mean, he got that injury, Achilles injury, late in the season. I mean, so he might not be available. Until late next season, if that
1: you know what if I'm if that bro, like when oh, when yeah. Kevin Durant injured his Achilles in the playoffs, he injured his Achilles in the playoffs, and he and he didn't play the entire next season when he signed oh, with the Nets. Yeah. So like he basically didn't play for maybe like a year and a half, yeah, give or take. Like that, that, that's it, something got to something got to shake with um, Quan, and we'll we'll see. Um, but teams are making moves. I, I, I got we gotta talk about the Russ stuff. We gotta talk about it. So Dak got big paid. Dak staying in Dallas, which I think we knew that was the outcome. So if we're looking at the list of teams that Russ listed, that means there's three teams left: Saints, Raiders, Bears. Okay. And then two weeks ago, I believe it was, it was like, oh, now the Seahawks maybe kind of listening. To some offers like they're not like the Texans, where they're just hanging the phone up and slamming them. And like they're not making calls to teams, but they're listening. Uh, that's, not, that's a lot of smoke, Ryan. That's a lot of smoke, my dude. I, I haven't heard anything like with the
2: Texans. I've heard you know multiple reports of you know, we're you know, Deshaun Jake uh, Deshaun Watson isn't going anywhere, we're going to figure this out. I haven't heard anything from the Seahawks. I haven't heard nothing. like a peak, like nothing. Just like, so it's, it's interesting, bro. Like I, I'm just waiting to see, you know what I mean? I have no idea how that will play out, but oh man, this is like, you know, it's the elephant in the room, man. It's just like going to be sitting there until something happens or until somebody makes a statement, until, you know, Pete Carroll or somebody comes out and says, you know, uh, Russell Wilson is going to be a Seahawk next year or something like that. Like
1: nobody like, ain't saying that yet. Nobody ain't saying shit. Like uh, the some sometimes the the silence tells the full story. Yeah, man.
2: So you know, I mean, somebody asked me today if like, you think the Saints are still in it for wrestling. Like, yeah, yeah, they're in it. You know what I mean? Until he out, like, of course, like, I mean, I don't know how. It's not like they could call the Seahawks and say trade because there's no trade clause, but it's like I guess you know you, you just got to put feelers out there, talk to agents, shit like that. Like, look, man, talk to Russ' agent. Like, look, we want him with the Saints. We you know we'll give up you know just we'll
1: give up what we got to give up to get him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because you at this point you have, you got to ask the Seahawks what would it take, and I know that if you're like in terms of like negotiation, that's a probably a terrible like starting point of negotiation because yeah. like you you're not negotiating from a place of power, but like you got to be realistic about the situation too. And you got to say you know if you're a Saints, he's a franchise quarterback. You know that he has a no trade clause, and you know that he you are one of the teams that's on his list. I'm calling up John Snyder. I'm calling Pete Carroll. I'm saying what would it take and they they give you what it would take and then from there you figure out if that's feasible or not and go from there
2: well i'm guessing the second part had not happened yet like they tell you what it takes because if they told them what it takes it probably would have happened already so my guess is my guess is they just hanging up they're like we're not trading russ you know bye you know what I'm saying? That's it, <laughs> and and that's what most negotiations take because it's like we're gonna hold you over the fire and wait till you are desperate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and I you know, and I think there's that no reason, there's no reason for desperation right now for anybody.
1: You know. Here's the thing, I I don't think that there's desperation from the Saints because whether this is right or wrong, I do feel like Sean. Is confident that with Jameis as if James, if they can bring James back and he's a starter, that they can do well with Jameis. Now, what is well in terms of definition? Who knows? Um, but potentially be a playoff team, and maybe once you get in the playoffs, whatever happens happens. And I feel like, and I feel like, like Sean is confident in, in that. Um, so maybe they don't feel the desperation to go get Russ. Right. Um unlike being like the Bears, because you know who's desperate, Ryan Pace. <laughs> mm. And, and I still don't understand the fit. I don't under, I I, I don't, I get maybe, I, I don't get, I don't get the Bears thing. Like I get the Oakland thing. I understood the Oakland thing. The Bears thing, I just don't, I don't understand. Oh, man, even with Oakland, they didn't, they didn't cut like. Yeah, man. They have like over half their line, like. <laughs> Richie incognito. Gabe Jackson, Trent, Trent Brown, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm
2: Russell Wilson, I'm like, ooh, like, oh.
1: yeah, like prior to the O line, I like offensively, I understood Oakland. Now, not so much, but I still understand Chicago the least. But that said, if you list out the teams who are most desperate to get a quarterback, it's a hundred percent the Bears. And yeah. Ryan Ryan Pace has shown that you know if there's a player out there, he might try to okay. like he he get he, he got Khalil Mack. Yeah. yeah, he he come from the school of Sean Payton, baby. baby. Like shit, I trade the picks. Like, he, know, he got Khalil got Mac in the first two years. That looked like a great, you know, a great move, a great decision. Um, he needs it like for his job. Like, oh, he needs bro, it. <laughs> like, he he needs it. Like, he's try to go roll out
2: Nick Foles or. I don't know, uh, Gardner you or some shit. He, he's done.
1: Like, it. it's over for him. Done. Done. Um, so, that's the team that if, you, if you're a Saints fan, that if you're hoping for Russ, that's the team that I could just see just offering, I don't even know, three first-round picks. And I, I can see them offering Khalil Mack, Kyle Fuller, in two because mm. because if, if you think about it, we talked about it on the podcast. You talk you talking to a defensive a defensive minded head coach, right? You getting an edge rusher now. Maybe Mac isn't the edge rusher that he was, but you're still getting a pretty good edge rusher. You getting Kyle well, Fuller,
2: Khalil Mack Mac will make him think, boy.
1: Yeah, you getting Kyle Fuller. You you about to lose uh Shaquem Griffin, so and so you you get a cornerback in there. And I know that the Seahawks aren't that great at drafting, but you get two first-round picks? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know,
2: man. I, I just got to I gotta see how it plays out, bro, because I, I just constantly look at myself from the Seahawks' perspective. I'm like, who the fuck is going to play quarterback? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see if I had like a bag of nice backup. Or something like that, but I like you ain't got nothing. You nothing, bro. You got to go straight. Like you got to figure out. Like you are gonna be playing. I don't know. Who you gonna play like Teddy well, Bridgewater?
1: You know what I'm saying? Like better, I better hurry up and call up the Red
3: yeah. Rifle,
1: baby. Get Andy <laughs> <Eddie> Dalton. <laughs> get Dalton in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? She like I, c- like I can see Pete Carroll and his thinking. Like, well, like we we can get Andy Dalton. We could have this this run heavy. Football team take some play action shots to DK uh-huh. like have Mac have Kyle Fuller replenish the defense like yeah, we, we can make it work like I can see that bruh like he could talk himself <laughs> into believing that that could work. It
2: was interesting is like there are no kings in with the the, uh, the Seahawks like their owner situation is kind of fluid. I know Paul. Uh, What was his name? Paul Um, Allen. He, you know, he passed, you know, a year or two ago. Uh, Like, who's running the ship over there? From everything I hear, it's Pete Garrett. Like, he runs the ship. He is complete in complete control of that organization. So, there's nobody to butt in and be like, "Yeah, Pete, you gotta go." So, it's like it's really up to him, man. So, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's. That shit is fascinating as hell, but it's like you just gotta wait and see because it won't be any updates. It's just gonna hit the timeline one day. Like that's boom. it.
1: That's it. That's because that's how that's how trades happen, bro. In the NFL, yeah. Like you don't hear. Like sometimes you you hear like a lot of chatter and then like the chatter becomes like true. But like the most times we just minding our own business, going about our day. Boom. Boom. Oh
2: shit! <laughs> what? Like, the Jimmy Graham, bro, like, oh. there was no talk on Jimmy. Like, there was no None. talk. None. 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 It was
1: just like, bam. Jimmy it was Graham maybe, I, I remember, like, what, it was maybe, like, two, 10 minutes in the free agency or, like, five, it was, like, five. Because then there was, uh. like, there was, there was, like, that, I remember seeing tweets, like, oh, like, like, it was, like, a little chatter, and then it just happened. And I was, like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what the? just was in a haze bro I will say this I will say this if that unexpected Schefter bomb happens where it says Seahawks trade Russell Wilson to the Saints bro (laughs) bro
2: I would be that the TL would be oh my (laughs) god like I wish I had an iPhone so I could do the little screen record thing because I just record the timeline, man.
1: And It'd of be... course the biggest Scrooge, fucking Jeff Duncan, really wrote an what article. Is, what did he say, bro? I didn't read it, but I saw it. I and I didn't I don't it's one of those things where it's like you you know you have a person blocked and shout out to the, the homeboy Ryan for making this analogy and like you fucking look at what the tweet says anyway, and then, like, you see it, and you're like, well, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, you're blocked. Like, what the fuck was I expecting? <laughs> so, he literally wrote an article that said, no, the Saints aren't getting Deshaun Watson, and no, they aren't getting Russell Wilson. And then, I didn't read the article. I just saw, like, the, the tweet, whatever, and then he goes into, like, his article, and it's like, who? What? What? What, what happened to you? Like, Jeff Duncan is literally the Toby of the fucking Saints media writers. Like, and everyone <laughs> is Michael Scott, and it's just like, why are you the way that you are? Like, I right. can't stand anything about you.
2: He was he was the first person I ever blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I think he, was blocked, he, he, he blocked me back. We've been mutually blocked for so
1: long. And I've never once desired. To see what he's saying. Like I'm just the. Think about this. The last time that Jeff Duncan broke any type of Saints news was when Jamal Brown got traded to the Redskins.
3: <laughs> True story. Uh,
1: young, young Peter King, right there, boy. <laughs> last time it happened that he broke actual Saints news was oh, when that happened.
2: Man. And then what was the L? 09, right? Yeah, bro. Like that was a while ago. Yeah, I remember when Jim uh, Brown got hurt. I was like, fuck, man, we got to start this motherfucker Bush ride. <laughs> 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 we about to get killed. Yeah, so
1: all right. Uh, all right, so with free agency a week away, you know, there's going to be changes. There's going to be some mix-ups. Um, Depending on how much money the Saints may be able to finagle clear, um, let's talk about uh, the way I wanted to do it. We we can kind of go by like the list of players, and we we kind of done this in the past. We kind of just go down a list of players that are free agents on the team, or players that we think there may be some movement with on the team, and then go into players who we maybe want the Saints to add. So. Let's, let's start with um, somewhat interesting one. What do you think will happen with Emmanuel Sanders? I my
2: stomach has been telling me he gets cut. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we see tomorrow that Emmanuel Sanders has been released. Um, what I understand it wouldn't be we'd actually save some money so it wouldn't be like a cap penalty or nothing like that so I could just see that happening um, but like I'm not like you know super like high on it like I, I could see it going the other way and them feeling like you know he's an asset he's a good you know probably one of the you know well pretty much the only um, pass catcher under contract that you know is a veteran outside of Michael Thomas so I can see them just you know kind of keeping him also but it just wouldn't shock me at all. If we see the next couple of days that man will say this get, uh, gets released. So, uh, that's kind
1: of where I'm at with him. Uh, Alton Zaloni gone. Gone, 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 gone. Uh, Sheldon Rankins gone, 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 gone. Um, Malcolm Brown, if they, if they were talking about trading him, no one trades for him. Gone, nope. gone, gone. Yep. Uh, Trey Hendrickson getting gonna get paid though. Trey gonna get paid. he gonna get paid, bro. You <laughs> gonna get paid, but he gone, gone, gone. Um, one of the more interesting ones is what they decide to do with Janoris Jenkins. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, we talked about it on the last part. I just I think that's one of the things they're working on right now. Like it's going to be an extension or <clears throat> some type of restructure, you know, where he's going to probably get a little money up front. But, uh, you know, they're going to
1: keep him in the building. He ain't going nowhere. Um, Patrick Robinson. Where are you going? Oh, would OP Rob? He's not a free agent, I don't believe.
2: Is he? Is he not he's not a free agent? I don't think so. Well, he ended the season with an injury. I don't remember which injury it was. So if he's I, I don't know. I don't know. He I mean he could be a cap casualty. Um let's see what his contract looking like. Oh, P-Rob. And P-Rob. And P.J. Williams
1: is a free agent. Oh, is he? Oh, P.J. Williams. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, because he only signed a one-year deal to come back.
2: Contract. Let's see. Damn. He signed a $20 million deal. I didn't remember that. I don't remember that. I've P- yeah, P- got paid,
1: man. Hey, bro.
2: 33 years old, man. Yeah, he's under contract. It's not a four-year deal, I believe. A yeah, two, uh, $2 million base salary. Um, So he's dead cap is 1.2, cap hit
3: 3.8. You know,
2: they, might, they might try to hold on to him.
1: Now. Yeah, just for like, that's, a, that's not a bad contract, especially when you have a player, you know, like Marshawn who has injury history. You know, getting dinged up because they don't like it, they don't really have much, but beyond Janoris and and Marshawn besides P. Rob that can play on the outside. Yeah, so they
2: they get two point six million dollars in cap savings if they cut them. You know, and it might be enough. I mean, he's going to be thirty four this year, so I don't know. It's just one of those ones where the, where the number is like not small, but like we're like what. I think we're still like 20 something million over the cap. So it's gonna be some cuts still. Still oh, need to be paid, bro. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Oh hundred <laughs> percent. You know, every every, right. every little million or two counts.
1: It does, man. It does. Um so let's let's get into the fun part. What you know, I don't know if you got the, the list up or if you got players up, but who I think it's it'd be interesting to do it this way. Give me. A player because your I know the pipe dream of us getting Levante David, that's gone because he was oh. signed with the Bucks. Um so give me a player on offense and a player on defense who's a free agent, so not um not a player they would trade for, but who's a free agent that you want the Saints to sign um to play for the team next year.
2: On you know, defense, I wouldn't mind taking a look at like Alden Smith. Uh okay. he's, he's up in the age, thirty-one. He, he had some good snaps last year, man, but he kind of faded. Um, you know, so I mean, it's a low risk. You know, what I'm saying it's a low risk contract. He's not going to demand a lot of money. Uh, just you know, it just obviously you need to check all where his head is at. You know, if he's you know, but it's it's one of those. Well, you could bring him in and it wouldn't, it wouldn't blow anybody away. And look, if he's, you know, if he could be somebody that can give you, you know, seven, you know, seven sacks, eight sacks, that's good. Like the Saints D line will need help. And he doesn't even need to be like an every down pass rusher, just be somebody that can rotate with big creep and uh, old Two First and all them, you know, and just. You know, you can never have enough pass rushes, man. Like, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. You know, his athleticism is there, he's not. and he had a lot of way and tell boy I've been unemployed for years. <laughs> so it's like,
1: you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't
2: mind that. Offensively.
1: Oh, I I mean it's isn't it? I I am looking through the list right now. Aquidine Muhammad is a free agent this upcoming oh, season. Oh, really? Oh uh-huh. yeah. The the class of 2017 just don't quit, bro. I wouldn't be mad at that. I just I'm just looking through the list and I, I was like, huh, because he he developed into like a a starter for the for the Colts on defense, right? Yeah, no, I
2: wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad. Um Wide receiver, I don't know, man. Like offensive, I mean, offense in general, nobody really blows me away. And Sammy Watkins out there, um. Marvin Jones, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate Marvin Jones, you know,
1: but I, I would, I would love Marvin Jones, would love right. Marvin Jones. There seems to be like there's a lot of schedule butt that he's gonna go out to L.A. and join Matt Stafford with the Rams, which just would be, oh, um, like, but I, you like, know,
2: I mean, ugh. out of Saints, Saints, man, they rarely spin on. Uh, pre agency on offense. I know they did last year with uh, Emmanuel Sanders, but that was like literally a need. Um, and I don't, I don't know if they feel like that's a need right now. You know, even though I do, I feel like it's a need, but I don't know. I don't think they feel like offense is a need right now.
1: Right, and I also think that again, this is what the the prism that potentially is going to be Jameis is that our offense may is going to look completely entirely different than it has for like the last three to four years. Oh yeah. And so, you know, there might be guys in house that, and again, I, I I'm of the mindset of you just, you just put talent on the field and let talent take that, but they might say that like, we may have guys in house that might look better. With Drew not starting, I know was, as weird as that as weird that as is to, to you know, sound just because of you know maybe Jameis's arm if he's brought back, um, and what he can unlock in the offense. So I can see them having that mindset too. Um, but keeping with the offense, so I want to start on offense. You said that they don't tend to spend money on wide receivers, which is true. But one position that they do spend money on quite a bit offensively, consistently it's a tight end position. Yes, And I would not be shocked, and I'm not going to say Hunter Henry, because I think that the amount of money that he's going to demand is going to be too much for what, for, you know, the, the Saints. Man, the Saints getting that, uh getting like half a stimmy, bro. Like, you ain't know, even the whole stimmy. Like, they like, <laughs> to figure out how to finagle some shit. They,
2: they like me out here. I got $37. Man.
1: <laughs> How about you give me uh, a tight end and a half, and I anyway. Um, I, I could and I would want them to go after a player who I feel who's kind of been overshadowed is uh, Jeffered or Gerard Everett of, yeah. of the Rams. Tight end kind of got overshadowed by Tyler Higby. Um, yep. Was kind of like tight end two, but at times flash potential that he could be a tight end one. Like yep. that's one of like those type of signings where it's probably not going to break the bank, but like you, there's been enough tape out on him where, like you can you've seen enough that he's like okay, like maybe he can be our tight end one, um, or maybe you just have two tight ends that are 1.5s like with him right. and Troutman. Um, like I would love a signing like that in terms of offensively, because um, he's a free agent. He's not going to go back to L.A. He's going to go on a team and try to, you know, where he's probably viewed as more of the guy. and He gets more opportunity. Would love for Sean and, and you know, front office to go after a guy like that. And then the player on defense that I – it's weird because he's 30. Like, he's older. But every time I watched a San Francisco game last season – he made plays every time and he he kind of had like a Trey Hendrickson Trey Hendrickson like season, but I felt like his plays were more impactful in just terms of like how he played is Kerry Hyder Jr. of the 49ers. Um he's he's old, like I said, he's older, he's 30, but you put on you put on tape and he just jumps off off the film. Um yes. And so cuz again like the same thing they they're not going to be in the market to go they they not show, they not shopping at Nordstroms like this is uh, let's go to let's go to TJ Maxx let's go to Ross let's go Burlington Coat Factory city, city trends you know <laughs> <laughs> and see what we can do um, i will say that wouldn't shock either of us if somehow they got Cal uh, Uchek on the team, we've said I, I know you've said it for years. That's just a player that Sean just has wet dreams. What he could do, you know, moving him around offensively like that is oh, a yeah, Sean. Man. That is a Sean type of signing, a hundred percent. And then speaking of tight end, oh, they might haul up the boy Dan Arnold again, bro.
2: Dan Arnold, Dan, Arnold looking good over there,
1: boy. You might have the boy Dan Arnold again, eh? Hey, Dan girl.
2: Arnold, Dan, all got his glow up. You know
3: what I'm
1: saying? You got it good. Got it I'm, just, I'm just, saying, it would a rule. The reaction on Twitter that shit got announced, bro. Oh man, it's the Saints, the Saints are bringing back a familiar face. <laughs> I can see rap sheets, like, I can see the rap sheet tweet in my head, bro.
2: I can see it, bro. Oh, man. oh that, that hilarious.
1: <laughs> Niggas would be hot.
2: Hot. Man, every time I looked at a Cardinals game, that boys make you plays.
1: Every time, Brian! Every time! It made no sense! <laughs> I heard making contested Jump ball, one hand acrobatic.
2: And <laughs> uh, I, I seriously though, like I always thought they gave up to on him too quickly. Like you don't get me wrong. Like I understand. Like sometimes you just want to get rid of. Like I don't want to look at you no more. Like, I don't even want to see you. Just get out of my face. Like I, I get it. And I was like, man, the dude. You know, he's you know he's basically a big wide receiver. Like you know, I was like, shit, you can do something with that. But yeah. It uh it didn't work out for the Saints. So I don't know, but I like I like your first two picks, man. I like uh I, li- I like the, the Rams tight end. I really like that Rams tight end. Like I really think that is a Saints type of free agent pickup. Yes. You know, it probably won't yes. happen next, probably wouldn't happen next week. It'll probably be like late March, early, you know what I'm saying? Kind of come to agreement a little whole hum deal, nobody really cares about. But then you'll see him, like, literally make an impact on the team because, you you know, you partner him with Troutman. And face the facts, man, like, they – tight end is a need. Like, you know how Sean Payton yeah. approaches every all season? It's it's needs, wants, and musts. And, I mean, you can argue tight end is a must because it's literally Aaron Troutman and that's it. That's it. Oh, no, his no, his no. boy, Josh, he's Josh home. <laughs> look, look, look at the flowers, bro.
1: <laughs> look at the flowers.
2: Josh Hill gone, man. Gone, you know
1: how much that hurt Sean Payton, man. Bro, you like I remember when Ryan Pace was trying to sign him with the Bears, and hey. somehow, somehow, Josh Hill, Josh fucking Hill, had a no trade clause in his contract.
2: <laughs> so Payton wasn't playing, boy. Was. What was that game? Like, I remember you got hurt. And Sean Payne was like, I just had to throw away 75% of my game. Oh, yeah. He wanted to cry, man. He was like, you know, y'all just don't understand how important this guy is to our game plan every day. This guy is, you know, he's everything. I was like, damn, man, Sean Payne, loves some Charles Hill, bro. That's a a love letter, bro. (laughs) So I know it hurt to cut him, but, you know, he's had a lot of concussions and injuries. So, you know, yes, the, the
1: concussions that. especially have been concerning um I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one player out I think we should each throw one player out that if you know you know maybe you go you go to Vegas you know you you get lucky you know you put down on on black and black hits or you win the blackjack table a couple of times you know, daddy feeling good oh, let's, let's go out. You got a whole bunch of money that you can spend on. Give me one play. I have one. I don't know how extravagant you're going to be with, with yours, but I have the player that I would want if the Saints wanted to go, maybe not at Nordstrom's, but maybe they shopped at Nordstrom Rack instead. Uh-huh. My player, and I, even then I still don't think it would be a lot, but the player I would say, bring on K.J. Wright. Pair, oh, him with,
2: man. pair him with Demario, and he he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man, I'd take that in a heartbeat. KJ Wright, he's thirty two,
1: but like if you watch football, obviously Bobby Wagner gets a lot of the publicity plubus- during those you know during those times, or you know when the Seahawks heyday of being an elite defense. But KJ Wright. Kind of looks like our, our homeboy J Mood a little bit. J Mood A8. We see you out there making plays. Um, like he's consistently been a damn good linebacker. And just pair him next to DeMario, man, just, just put them together. Let them go have fun, bro. Just,
2: just ridiculously solid, man. Ridiculously solid. Yes. So, yeah, I, I would love that. Um, I guess for me, uh, it probably wow, is, the, is William Jackson a free agent? I don't
1: remember that was your guy when he came out a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's a free agent already. Hey, yeah, bro. Oh well. Uh, Carlos Dunlap. I was a big fan of him coming out. You know, in 2011.
1: Oh, wasn't that long ago? Yeah. Well, it was 10, 2010. Yeah,
2: I was a big fan of him coming out. Um. So he had a good, I mean he had a good year with you know, still he was you know he was a good disruptor. 32, uh I don't know what type of money, you know, he'd be seeking or whatever, but like I wouldn't mind just, you know, like I am a big believer in pass rushes, man. Like just get him, like get him. So I, I would at least try to get him in the building and just be an additional pass rusher. Uh, you know, I don't think he's gonna cause what Trey Henderson would cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but He's, gonna get, he's, a, he's a pass rusher, so he's going to get paid. He's going to get, like, $8 million or something like that. You know what I'm saying? $8, 9000000 And I think that'll be worth it. I think that'll be worth it, man. So, I, you know, Carlos Dunlap is somebody I look at. I think the Saints really got to go, you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they need to invest in offense, but, like, free agency-wise, I think they really need to focus on defense um, and just – Solidify the defense so there's not a big drop off. Yeah, at least, or maybe there's even improvement. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but you don't want to drop off the defense. Offensively, I think you could probably tackle in the draft um, with the wide receivers and uh, you know maybe some offensive line and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I I think they really need to fill these little gaps on the defense to make sure there's not a huge drop off.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100, 110%. I'm still kind of scrolling through Greg's list. Do you know who is legitimately a, a perfect saint that it wouldn't shock me if they just decided to shop at Nordstrom's and and just got and signed him? Clyde. Fucking Matt Milano. We talked about him in the last episode, bro. <laughs> Matt Milano. Matt Milano, bro. He is a saint, bro. 27 white and a linebacker
2: Jeez. oh man i could see them throwing money at him
1: easily easily um and oh, i'll be so annoyed bro i be so annoyed <laughs> <laughs> like, annoyed but like not because i'm like 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 whatever like of course. Of course.
2: That's some edge players, man. There's a lot of edge out there, man. Leonard Floyd, I know he's not like crazy good or nothing, but you know, I mean, just little you know, players with a look. I mean, Justin Houston, I know he's 32, he's kind of beat up. Hassan
1: Reddick. He had a That's, good year. He did. He did. Because he was used correctly in the right position for one. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Melvin Ingram out there. Uh, Is he? Yeah.
2: Did I miss that? No, nah, man. Melvin Ingram, man.
1: Son of a bitch. Goddamn. I didn't realize he was injured.
2: I mean, it, it got some edge out there. Danico uh, the, the Waltry.
1: Um... Man, Melvin, I, you know, the 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 injury concerns are obviously concerning. Yes. But, but Melvin Ingram, bro? Yeah.
3: That's worth yeah. uh, the fire, bro.
2: I'm saying you might be able to get one of these edge players like for a pretty cheap deal, man. Just
1: the way shit set up this year, you know. And maybe, maybe. they, maybe they don't, they maybe they don't give you double digit sacks like Trey did. But obviously, right. they're not going to cost as much as Trey. But they can – yeah. Listen, injuries aside, Melvin Ingram could replace Trey Hendricks' production if he's mm-hmm. healthy. Exactly. Which is crazy because I'm looking at Greg's list and, like, Greg has Trey, which Greg has, with all, like, the tags that have happened and all that, right now, Trey Hendrickson sits fifth on Greg's list of top one-on-one free agents, bro. Yeah,
2: and and his list is usually like, all point, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, who gets highly rated and who doesn't, you know? Like, Isn't that wild? That's wild, man. Trey
3: fucking (laughs) Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson!
2: Wow, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting because we're talking about signing players, man. Like we,
1: we broke, <laughs> we got,
2: like yeah, I know you, it can't be a big deal, but like we are working to like retain players right now. We can't even think about man, like signing you, anybody.
1: We you, we all know, you know, there. We all know that bloke, that broke nigga, that don't got no money, <laughs> like nothing, pulling up in a beam, like that. Saints fans got to prepare themselves. This is gonna be some
2: weird shit. It's gonna be like remember Jared Cook uh, two years ago, where it was like it was reported that he signing with the Saints. I remember. But, but he ain't signed yet. Everybody was like, well, "When he gonna sign?" It's like, look, we work. It's gonna happen, man. Like <laughs> little handshake deals. <laughs> I tweeted today. I was like, one of them to do like a handshake deal with Jameis. You know, if no other quarterback thing comes through, uh, where it's just like, look. Here's the deal, like go pay you this, but let us just work this shit. Drew retires, do June 1st, spread the cap out, all this type of shit. Let us just work through this little shit before you sign it. You know what I'm saying? And don't, you know, don't talk to any other teams. We got you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering if it's gonna be something like that. It's gonna be a weird year where like we just it's gonna be like we we won't really know how free agency plays out till like probably before the draft, like like April. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. And the risk you run with that with the handshake deal is like, it, that's just a handshake. It's not yeah. official. Like, that's
2: official. Like, they can easily just say, ah, uh, you know, never mind, and go with somebody else. But, yo, I we, guess...
1: that, if, a perfect example, and it wasn't the Saints, but Anthony Barr, Minnesota, yeah. signed, was going to agree to terms to be a jet. Sure <laughs> and he thought. he thought about it. He
2: thought about
1: her for like a couple of days. and was like, nah.
2: New Jersey, and <laughs> <Yeah>, they suck. <laughs> I tell you, man. All it takes is a couple of days, a couple of people getting your ear, like, yeah. bro, you sure you, sure you want to play that? Adam Gase, you want to go there? Oh. And <laughs> yeah, with James, they'd be like, man, bro. I mean, you could have played last year, bro, but They quit it with Taysom Hill, and he's still under contract. You sure you want to stay there, you know?
1: You no know, Sean love takes me up. was like, Just, yeah, you know I I will say though for the James situation that you know I feel like the 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 quarterback, I don't know, landscape is kind of settling a bit. Yeah, it is. Um I do think that the Jets will move on from Sam Darnold. Maybe he goes to the 49ers. Um, Maybe he goes to Washington. So that's like, so I feel, and then maybe they, you know, Jets would take a quarterback at two. I feel like the quarterback landscape is settling. So I think there may not be as many open spots for Jameis, like a, a good place or a place I thought he may be an option if, if Pittsburgh had decided to, you know, move on from Ben. Like I could have seen yeah. that very easily, but you know, yeah. big, big Rape is back, baby. Big Rape back. So. Big Rape back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, me, you're right, man. So, so like, yeah, I I just think it's in you know Indianapolis. They they got Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, the
2: bear like the Bears, unless they get desperate. You know, what I'm saying um, like, yeah,
1: that's that's the one I kept thinking before they got tied to Russell. Is I can see Ryan Pace just being like, and Ryan, and Ryan Pace such a bitch. Oh,
2: he would he, just he do like, it just
3: just to
2: you like, oh Sean Payton, you love you love you some James, huh? Shit, <laughs> he go you go fly that private jet down to James like, man, come play with these bears, brother. You know,
1: ba- bear down,
2: bear down, face of the franchise.
1: I don't. I do think, and I don't know how much this matters in free agency when you get money involved, but being around a team, building camaraderie, being around a winning organization, environment, locker room, um, like, how much does that really matter? We don't know. But do I think it matters to a degree? Yeah, I I do. I do. Um, I think we saw it. I mean, we saw it. to a kind of a lesser degree last year, um, with David Anyamada. Yeah. I think I am pretty sure that David Anyamada probably could probably could have gotten more money elsewhere in free agency with another team if you wanted to.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, but he was just comfortable where he was with, with the person. And, and they paid him. It's not like they didn't pay him. Oh they yeah,
1: for them. sure. You know, so I just think that I think that things like that matter to a degree. I don't know how much, I don't know how, you know, how much it matters, but I think Mm -hmm. it does matter. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting. You know, we got, we got a week, we got a week away, bro. It's getting shit's shit's about to pop off. Um, Is there anything, not, not just even Saints related, anything that you're interested to see like player wise and we can't really talk about trades because usually with trades, it's just like we boom, Pray, like we don't yeah. usually, we don't see it coming. Um, right, right. I will say this. I will say this little little side note. I will give Caesar Ruiz a little pass because if the Saints had drafted someone like uh, the Titans did with the, with uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Wilson. Right. <laughs> like at least Caesar's like on the field and he's just not maybe he's not good at football. Yeah. Isaiah Wilson out here turning up doing the playoff game in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and so where does he get traded to? Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Basically just gave him away. Like here. Gave <laughs> him away. And I and listen. First-round picks are valuable, but they're also extremely overrated by fans. But bruh, like to miss that badly on a first-round pick, and they need it. Like they need talent. That's just a whiff, bruh. Just and like that's a situation where it's like maybe you figure out how to play how to pay Jack Conklin you know and so you don't have to be going in the draft to try to find his replacement like right. you know it's just I, I so i'm i'm making a small very small apology to Caesar Ruiz but hopefully you improve as a player and you get better but god damn like, that's that's just a blunder
2: yeah i'm interested just to, just to see the Saints approach to this offseason. season you know, the past few all seasons has been kind of go for broke. We all in. And I'm just trying to gauge where they are. Like, are they just kind of like, let's just keep afloat and see where we go from there? Or do they really want to go and get it? Like, do they really want to keep... I know they're always going to say, look, we're trying to win a Super Bowl, but like, really, like, put your money where your mouth is, go for broke, and try to get this Lombardi. I just want to see what their approach is. Because I don't know. I, I just don't know right now. My gut feeling is they're just trying to stay afloat. Like They just want to field a uh, good team come come September and let the chips fall where they may. And uh, So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, but I'm they tell you what they think when you know come free agency, oh, yeah. draft, and all that stuff. They we don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. Like, like put you know you know they they operate with all chips on the table, like trades, free agency money, draft picks, whatever. They put it all on the table. And if they if they operate more like oh we're gonna shop at Goodwill or oh, you know, we're going to, you know, we're gonna, you know we're, we'll see. We're just going to wait it out. That's still tell me that this is going to try to stay afloat this year and get through it and kind of figure it out from there.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, the crazy thing is, obviously, you know, quarterback with standing because that's a big factor into it. But, like, even if they, like, let's say they, they sign Joe Everett, you know, former Rams tight end. And like the it's a the Saints are a very talented team, but they also have quite a few deficiencies. Yeah. Which is which is weird. Like yeah. they, they should be strong in the trenches that in, in the interior, but the only strength they really have is McCoy and sometimes Pete when he plays decently. Yeah. You know, so and they've been trying to fix that for years. So that's a weakness. They still need, you know, if they cut Emmanuel Sanders, you know, and they keep Mike Thomas, you have Mike Thomas and, and Traquan and like Marquez Calloway, Ugh. like, okay. <laughs> All right. Deontay, 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 you know, um, and then flipping it over to like, you know, the, the defensive side, and I also wouldn't be surprised if some, they did something to, like, bring Mark Ingram back or whatever. Anyway, uh, dealing with the defensive side, we talked about it before. That the defensive line is going to take hits. Like, even just, if, just in terms of body, Sheldon Rankins is going to be gone. Malcolm Brown, likely to be traded or going to be gone. Trey Hendrickson, gone. So, that's three players out the rotation right there.
2: You got Cam Jordan, you know, could be in
1: decline. Or <laughs> two first. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord. First, baby.
2: Well, <laughs> just watching anime right now. You probably I could just see him just
1: laying on his couch. Watching some fucking anime bullshit. D- Demon Demon Hunter. I, I don't I don't know. My my daughter would know them all. Um <laughs> <laughs> Watching some Narotu Ner- right now, nigga, just getting lit.
2: Mix, I don't know what
1: the fuck. Man. Um, and then you know, linebacker, we we finally hit goal with Demario Davis. Yeah, um, I
2: was like,
1: but he's getting, he's a getting older. Two, he doesn't have a running mate. And he and he
2: won't like he won't have a running mate come September right now. Uh, unless, him? Un-
1: unless That bond just says, Bitches, here I am, and just is unleashed. That is not like, no. (laughs) I guess not in the card, Uh, bro. Like,
2: didn't we just say teams tell you what they think?
1: Okay. All right. Here we go. I don't know. So, the, the strength of the team is right now it's the secondary. it's the transcendent talent that they have at running back. And then obviously if Mike Thomas, you know, returns to form and gets back to his regular self and he's top five, Robert receiver again, like there's still a lot of good places and talent on the team, but like, there's also, it's going to be a very different Saints team that gets filled in next season. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. Man, if I'm the Saints, I go get that tight end from the Rams. I want a big, like, I, I haven't studied enough wide receivers in this draft, but I would want, like, a big body wide receiver. If not a big body, uh, um, you know, a, a wide receiver that can get down the field, but it's not a, not a one trick pony
1: type. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody you know, that could really. I, I, like, so, and I, I might watch some of him a little tonight. We'll see. But you know who fits that description perfectly is the the one that Scott Wright talked to us about. Um, oh, Bateman from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I watched a little. I saw some clips of him, and he he got some he got some giddy up, bro. Like he's big, but he got some giddy up. Um, he's something like that, man. And my guy, who I I, lo- I, I want to watch more of him, but Cordarius Tony from Florida. Yeah, man. He he is just special. He, someone kind of, someone just, I think I saw like a description of comparing him to like, if, if you were to put Alvin Kamara at right receiver full time, that's who Tony is. And I could see it. Like I, I, I got the, the analogy a little bit. Like, we have no idea what the fuck these the team we don't have no what these niggas gonna do in the draft because we never know what these niggas <laughs> it's gonna probably it's gonna be an offensive lineman. Like let's be real, like we know what they're gonna do. But just the idea, it's, it's it's it goes back to just flooding the team, whoever the quarterback is. James yeah, OD Are talent, OD man? Just O D. Just oh just
2: oh just
1: it, inject in put the throw touchdowns. It's just like, oh Jesus. Like. Oh.
2: Um, I, only have, I only have one ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that problem. <laughs> it,
1: you know who it worked for? Worked for the Bucks. Worked just perfectly. It's worked for the Chiefs. It, it's it's crazy how
2: it. it just, I don't know about that. And, you know, um, as far as the offensive line is like, you know, with Jameis, it's not like, you know, we need, you know, the perfect offensive line like with Drew Brees. You know, Jameis can move around a bit. He's not a statue. He can, you know, buy a little time here and there. So, you know, our offensive line might be good enough right, right now. It's not perfect. I, you know what I'm saying? I, definitely room for improvement, but it might, you know, it's a, it's a it's still a good enough offensive line. It's not like like a bottom 10, you know, like a bottom. No, not right. Line. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you still got, you know, you still got Armstead, uh, you know, Ramcheck. He still got like a you know a offensive uh, offensive coach who starts his game plan thinking about protection. So, um, you know, I mean, like I'm, I'm thinking about like points, man. Like get some point scores, bro.
1: Like fuck f- uh, all this five yard
2: shit. Like all Jameis,
1: thing. what you want Jameis to be if it's Jameis, you just be a point guard where mm-hmm. you put the ball in your playmakers' hands and they're gonna put it in the paint. You, put, you give it to AK, you hand it off to him, you throw it to him, he can score any position on the field. Mike yeah. Thomas, now that Jameis or whoever the quarterback is isn't Drew, maybe can run routes deeper than slants yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Put it in – I don't know why, and I, I know why, but one of the biggest things of when I watched Mike Thomas when he was at Ohio State was his routes and his double moves were oh yeah absolutely it was i saw a double move where he did a, a stop and go and i said he is the perfect receiver. yeah it, it just not it has not been part of his game a lot not nah, a
2: player nah. i mean we, we saw what he did to marcus peters in
3: 2018
2: like yep. you know what i'm saying like so it, it, that that ability is there it's yes. there so i mean you, you put him with a quarterback like Jameis, you know, you could open up that dimension that we just hadn't seen in a while. So, um, yeah, like, I'm not saying James is going to be the guy the Saints need to try to get Russell Wilson. They need to, they need to do oh, all yeah. that shit. But oh, at, yeah. some point, at some point, there's going to be the line where it's like, okay, we got to move on. We, we're not going to get Russell Wilson. We're not going to get Deshaun Watson or whatever. Yes. But, like, you know, you're going to make a decision on what you're going to do. And if it's Jameis, that approach needs to be O. D. him with talent, like just give, give him all the talent he needs to be successful, you know, and that's gonna be best for him, and it's gonna be best for the
1: Saints. You know, you know, you know what the argument's gonna be with that though It's like <laughs> he had Mike Evans, he had Chris <laughs> Godwin. That's true. I, I, I hear it. Like I could. He I had O. J. O.K. Howard. <laughs> like, I got you. Man, all that shit already. Like I, I completely like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the same damn team. I um. Get, any anything else that's in the league free agency wise, not Saints related, that you're just really interested to see, like what's going to happen with like a certain player, what a, a certain team's going to do, anything that you know percolates with you? Not really, man. Like
2: pretty much all my my questions have been answered. Um, I do want to see what the Bears do. A quarterback. Um, I do want to see what's going on in Carolina, what they do with Teddy Bridgewater. Get Teddy the fuck out of there, bro. <laughs> I know. I, I just want to see how it plays out. He probably won't know probably until the draft, but I just want to, you know, I want to see what's going on. I mean, uh, Atlanta, I just – something tell me Atlanta got something cooking like that Ryan, he's like $40 million against the cap. I don't know. I just – something just tell me something going on up there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just going to keep an eye on the NFC South. See how everything shakes out, Um, but other than that, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of laid back, man. Like nothing really. I just want I want mayhem, man. Like I want chaos. Bring it,
1: bring bring it to me if it involves the Saints. Oh well. Oh well. (laughs) I would love it. I would love it. I love chaos. Chaos, bro. Um, I'm interested to see what the the league still thinks super highly of Sam Darnold. Like yeah, yeah. real high. So interested to see what what happens with him. It seems like also something that I'm also interested in. It seems like Miami's gonna double down with Tua. Yeah. Um from all indication and listen, this might be a prime example of if it works, it's works and it's great. But I'll say this, man. Teams teams don't pick number three overall often, and that that
2: could
1: be, yeah, yeah, that that could be a huge blow up in their face if you know they they you know they pass one of these quarterbacks in the draft and Tua, you know, you know, looks like Tua did last most of last season like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's interesting to me. Um, Trying to think anything else. I I think so. I think as the Ravens, like, what are they? Mm. What are the Ravens?
2: Because it's like every year they. I mean, you are going into the next year with this Lamar thing, and it's like, y'all keep doing
1: the same. Like it's S- same thing, bro. like the same thing over and over again. You know. If you're the Ravens and it's announced today that the Lions aren't tagging Kenny Do- Kenny Galladay. Making a phone call, call yes. agent. Like it's,
2: it's the same approach I'm talking about. O.D. him with talent. Like I don't want to hear no shit about. Like you know, he's not, he's not the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not showing himself to be like a top echelon thrower of the football. Which I understand. Like I, I've, I've had the same wonders about him. Like as far as how good he could be throwing the ball. But right, right. Give him give him an excuse like give him a chance to pass, give him a chance to win, or give him you know if he fails then it's like okay I tried my best I we've O D you with talent we've put all this talent around you and you still hadn't really elevated yourself as a pass thrower, uh you know as a ball thrower so you know then but you know I mean they, they just, I just want to see them take it to like another level in the pass game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um...
2: I like Lamar, man. Lamar is fun football.
1: Fun football. But like there's, I don't want to say there's a cap to it, but like I, I just, I've watched enough Ravens games where yeah. it's like like he need like whatever they're doing, like your number one weapon in in, in today's modern NFL can't be tied in as your wide receiver one. No, no. Can, Ain't gonna, work, bro. No. ain't gonna work. Ain't
2: gonna work. Sorry, <laughs> it ain't gonna work, bro. It ain't gonna work. Like you use your tight end as your go route,
1: <laughs> like Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews downfield. Like no, bro, It ain't gonna work. Um, that whole situation with uh Orlando Brown. No, not Orlando. Orlando. Is that like Orlando something? Anyway, they're I think it's Brown. Um, yeah, their right tackle who then switched over to play left tackle when Ronnie Stanley went down. And he basically was like, fuck y'all. I'm not going back to right tackle. I'm a left tackle. And if you don't see me as a left tackle, you can trade me. Like, there's some stuff going on in Baltimore. I was like, oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We saw J.J. Watt went to Arizona. Like, what are the Cardinals? Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's, got paid, too. Got paid
2: like,
1: fifteen damn. mil. Oh damn. Mm, okay. It was it was two two <laughs> years, there, but I was like, ooh. Two years thirty thirty-one million. Paid. I, uh, I would have waited on that, I... <laughs> it's 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 interesting, man. It's interesting. It's it's interesting Patrick to see Peterson, like, like yeah. man. What Ron Rivera is going to do, watch the football team. They don't got no quarterback. You don't got no quarterback, bro. No, quarter, no quarterback. Like, they got, like, a defense that's kind of getting feisty, finally. Like, all those draft picks they put into the, the D-line, and, like, defense getting a little feisty. And now, like, you, you don't got nobody, to throw, got nobody to throw the ball, bro. <laughs> Wouldn't when, when shock me at all to see Washington – and I don't know if they would give up their first-round pick, but it wouldn't shock me at all to see Washington like, trade with the Jets to try to get Sam Darnold or some shit like that.
2: Mm, I can see that. Uh, I'd probably hate that for Darnold.
1: But... Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that for him at all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that at all. But whatever, man. It's just – here's the thing about free agency, and this is what I – free agency and the draft is that it's, it's putting together like the, like the puzzle, like the the teams, the teams are making these decisions, trying to show you as fans trying to show us what they think of their teams and their, what their line of thinking is. And I just think it's so fascinating to try to like figure it the fuck out. Like to me, like the, the team building aspect and, and building a team is so much, especially now as I've gotten older, is so much more interesting than the actual on the field results. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't care if the Saints win. Like, I want them Saints to win. I don't want them to lose. But like, if they lose, I'm like, eh, whatever. But like, this shit right here, like next Tuesday and when the draft in April, like, this is the interesting shit to me. Like, that's the exciting shit.
2: I love it, man. I love the team building process. It's, like, my favorite thing. Like, I would love to just be, like, a part of that shit. Like, I wish the team would just hire a brother to just come there and just watch. Like, I want to know what y'all... I want to know what y'all saying in there, man. Like, I,
3: <laughs>
2: like, I want to know, bro. And I think, you know, fans get this thing where it's like, oh, you know, those guys are smarter than us. They, you know, they do this for a living. I'm like, man... They ain't number hey. humans. Just in, judging humans—that's all they do. They're evaluating <laughs> human beings and looking at football team. I'm not saying that they they been very smart. Don't get me wrong, but bro, they like their hit and miss ratio is—it's
1: it's, not—it's not great compared to
2: even us fans. You it, know even I
1: mean? us fans, bro. Like if you were—if you were to stack up all my draft players I loved and all the ones I didn't, and the ones I've hit on and the ones I've gotten wrong compared to, like, an actual team, I can almost guarantee you they would almost align very similar. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. And, not, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, those are just facts.
2: Yeah. It just shows you how hard
1: it is. It's just fucking hard, man. It's hard, bro. <laughs> it's, it's hard, bro. It's real fucking hard. <laughs> um, also, like, and I, I, I like them being kind of boring, because I don't like them being the center of attention. What the fuck is New England going to do?
2: Oh man. I ain't got no quarterback neither. No quarterback, bro. No quarterback. I don't Cam, know. What. Cam
3: Newton out there. It's,
1: it's 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 some it's it's interesting, man. It's some some shit about to pop off. But Cam, Cam, cool, like, Cam Newton a free agent and it's like, hey. Eh. Ain't that wild? <laughs> Isn't that fucking wild, bro? That's crazy. The last great Cam game was it against the Saints in the playoffs when we placed in the them? What else, man? <laughs> well, Cam out there playing with the concussion, throwing darts. <laughs> what, bro? Yeah. <Damn. laughs> uh, oh, but we we so I, I wanted to get this episode out the way, not just out the way, just to get it put. Like I just wanted to to do it, talk free agency, um, yeah. and I have a feeling. Within the next two to three weeks, there will definitely be at least maybe two emergency fucking Saints podcasts we got to fucking – we going to about to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, it is, it is going to happen.
2: I mean, it could Without. be in the next couple of days, bro. Like. Bro,
1: it might be. It might – nigga. And just – and I know that free agency don't start till next Tuesday. Doesn't mean that players can't be traded. Fucking Carson Wentz already got fucking traded. Just can't be announced nope. and official until Tuesday. Bro, we see some type of notification movement with quarterbacks. Ooh, yeah, buddy. Ooh, we, we ready for it, bro. We ready. Um, all that aside, though, uh, we got you guys covered. Uh, as always, thanks for supporting us. Yeah. Um, in this crazy world that we're still living in, it seems like, it seems like things, like I, I feel like for the first time since the pandemic has started, I kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Like, I, I feel like we're almost there, um, which is crazy because 10 days from today would make a year when California, or specifically LA, went into a shutdown for the first time, it was March 19th, 2020, bro. I'll never fucking forget because I remember I was texting you and I was like, fuck, I got a fucking haircut appointment this day. And that's yep. when COVID was like popping, popping, bro. Oh yeah. And I was like, shit, do you think I should go? And like, I'm know, I'm, not, I'm not scared. And you're like, nigga, you better go because you might not know we gonna get a haircut again. Exactly. Went that day, that evening by six o'clock, Shut down, LA. Shut down. Boom.
2: That was nuts. That was nuts. It's gonna be something to talk about What's all this over. with? Just, just like look back at it. It's gonna be like, wow,
1: that shit was crazy. <laughs> like you, you being just out and about and you talking to a friend, you'd be like, y'all remember a couple of years ago when we fucking had to wear masks everywhere? And <laughs> like, wow, bro. Wow. I'm
2: so I'm so comfortable with my little fucking mask, man. I'm probably gonna wear that shit. Shit. I'm like, I'm Especially when going into grocery stores.
1: Like, I don't gotta talk to nobody
2: no more. I ain't gonna talk to nobody, man. Like, ain't gotta smell no bad breath. Just, except my own, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm used to my own shit. So I just wear my little mask, bro, and just roll about my business.
1: Yeah, man. But it, it feels like for the first time, the lights at the end of the tunnel seeing a lot of people on the timeline talking about getting their first vaccination shot or some people already got their second like i love it i love it like everybody who who wants it if you want it and you can get it please do and i I don't know man just i I feel like i slowly feel like shit's getting better man um You know, I, I was love... fans fans in the uh, dome. I want to see that again. Fans of the dome. At thought you know, that ha- hopefully that happens, and then we can record a fucking show from Crave Lounge. Yeah. People, people out am blocked on Twitter coming up to me like, "Oh, bro, like, why'd you block me?" I'm like, <laughs> "Don't even fucking remember, bro. <laughs> Don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to unblock me? Probably not." <laughs> probably not um but so it, it's an exciting time in the like as a football fan but I just think as a person like I, I feel like I mean hopefully I'm not fucking knocking on you know but I feel like things are getting better overall um we'll, we'll just keep it keep it going man also if you are a gamer um me and the homeboy at Joy Plague. Um, we have kind of get this hashtag Saints Twitter, Call of Duty squad up and popping. Uh, we do have a couple of people who join us and play, so it doesn't matter if you're on PS4, PS5, Xbox, Call of Duty Cold War. It, it's cross-play, so any system you're on, we can all fucking play together. It's a, Being that shit is still kind of a little locked down and still got to be inside it's a great fucking thing to do just to fucking kill time and just be inside and just enjoying inside and not having to worry about being outside so if you're interested in that drop your your gamer tag or your handle you can drop it and send it to to myself and I'll add you you know add you and we'll go from there and get some games in it's a good time we're trying to maybe think about even if we can although it's kind of fucking pricey but do like a hashtag saints twitter like like streaming thing, we're streaming as we're fucking playing, and just get a whole fucking, whole fucking community going. Um, to all our, to all our Patreon's subscribers and donors, thank you. Um, we 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 still obviously we have content coming. We're gonna have you know we're, this is an episode. We're actually gonna have to try to have uh, record something else. Maybe that's not football related this week. Um, and I'll, as always, just keep content coming. Um, be on your toes, man. Be be on your toes. Stay stay hooked to your phone these next week because yeah. it's it's going down. It's going yeah, down. Yeah. Turn
2: your notifications on, man. Adam Schefter. Only only Shepherd
1: and uh, Rappaport.
2: So yeah, so you're it. not
1: fucking no, chats. No, don't,
2: don't retweet no fucking NFL underscore RM or some shit or don't, fucking. Don't do it. The, the Jason Lockinfor for uh, fuck him. Like oh, don't, don't, don't tweet it. anything. Don't, Jason Lockinfor put out there. Don't their, fall run. for that shit. Don't fall for that shit. Like just, you know, get your notifications right. Nick on the Hill, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Turn on your you know bleacher report notification or ESPN or something like that. And hey, you're good to go, man. You know? just the good times. It is.
3: It
1: is.
2: Everybody yeah. got hope. Everybody think they going to the Super Bowl.
1: That's it. <clears throat> <laughs> fucking pull, fucking pull a fucking Hawkeye from Endgame, bro. Don't, don't, don't give me hope, bro. Don't give me hope. Don't give don't, me hope. Don't do it. Um, but we're gonna get out of here. I know it's a longer, a longer episode, but we had a lot to kind of go over. We wanted to make it, you know, in depth, make it thorough, and you know, on all, all the topics regarding the Saints and free agency and just the NFL in general. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. We're out. Peace.